0: Okay, greetings everyone out there on Facebook land. Ronnie Land is coming to you live. And I wanted to share a brief message and download on really how to maximize your time, your energy, and your life force so you can, in essence, live the life that you really want to live, the life that you desire to live, the life that you deserve to live. It's not just going to happen by coincidence. It's not just going to happen by synchronicity. It's not just going to happen by accident. You actually have to design your life. That's the key here. You have to be willing to design the life that you desire. And there's a number of levels and a number of dimensions to being able to do this. One of the things though that I've realized in my own recent journey of really designing and architecting my life and thinking to myself, there are different energies and different variables in my daily life experience that are not contributing to peace of mind, that are not contributing to my own sense of fulfillment and that I feel like I'm on a little bit of a hamster wheel spinning my wheels and not quite sure if I'm achieving and accomplishing the goals that I have for my life, whether they're professional goals, they're personal goals and their fulfillment based objectives. And just feeling that I'm doing a lot or feeling like I'm doing a lot, but some days accomplishing more than others and not quite sure what are the patterns leading to feeling accomplished and feeling fulfilled versus the patterns That would leave me depleted or leave me feeling overwhelmed or stressed and not quite sure what to do. So, I want to share an insight with you that is super practical, something that you can immediately implement, and something that has been very powerful for me. It's something that I've done a number of times, but now I've made an added commitment to really reinstigating this as a directive for my life and how I structure my day to day. And so I just had a coaching call with someone about an hour ago, and we were talking about how she can be more effective in building her business that she's working on and really accomplishing all the different things that she wants to accomplish and doing it sustainably doing it in a way that allows consistency it allows a maintenance of energy and motivation without having to use willpower to to bulldoze through walls one of the things i want to i want to impart to all of you is this idea that you have to get really structured in your life you have to have a calendar you have to put things together and you have to make be non-negotiable about the things that you look to do because if you just think about doing something and you say, okay, cool, tomorrow I'm gonna meditate, I'm going to read, I'm going to start working on this business plan, I'm gonna start working on this creative venture, I'm gonna start doing these things, I'm gonna go to the gym and work out. Now, those are all nice and we get these fleeting moments of motivation and inspiration and these glimpses and these epiphanies and we get really inspired to do something, The problem for most people is that we rely too much on our emotions to determine what we're going to do or what we're not going to do. Most people, instead of being structured, most people rely on whether they feel like doing something or not. And this is a slippery slope. This is a tricky thing because if you rely on the the um, emotional waves that you go through to guide you to doing something based on whether you feel like it or not, chances are the things that are uncomfortable, the things that maybe you don't want to do in that moment, the things that you don't feel like you have the energy to do, chances are you're not going to do it. Um, you know, for a good example is, um, you know, something like um, – I don't know if it's a good example, but it is an example like taking out the trash, for example. You know, uh, we let the recycling here in the house. I share the house with two other people. We let the recycling in here build up and build up. And it was almost like at a certain point we got so used to it that we didn't see it. Until one moment, it just got so big that it was like, hey, we, we, need to, we need to take this out. And immediately, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go take all this out. I'm going to pop on a podcast. I'm going to go take all this out to the recycling and get it done. And it felt so good to have that energy cleared. But the thing about it is that it didn't have to build up to that point. Why didn't it get done? Because nobody really felt. Felt like doing it. And on a more practical level, it wasn't factored into the plan. You see, I have my plan. Each other person has their own plan. We live in our own little worlds. And sometimes we get so caught up in our world and the, the, um, the, the fluctuations of what's going on in our life there's a lot of things that get left undone. There's a lot of loops that get left unclosed. And those loops create mental patterns that create storages and backlogged data in the file cabinet of our mind. And sometimes we wonder why I don't have the mental focus, the cognitive functionality to focus and and really do the things I want to do, like reading more and, and accelerating my learning potential and reading a book a week or, or something like that, right? Something that's more cognitively and creatively driven. Maybe you want to write a book, but you're feeling stuck energetically. You don't have enough bandwidth, or maybe you can't process all the varying, um, energies in the form of people in your life, and it's just getting overwhelming. One of the reasons for that is not because you necessarily need a brain supplement. There are certain things out there that I can recommend that are really, really powerful. But if you have a backlog of file cabinets in your mind that are outdated programs and and data from the past that had never been cleared out, then you're gonna be beyond capacity and you're not gonna be able to function optimally. So you gotta clear all that stuff out, right? And so when you're thinking about creating a a design, you're thinking about creating an architecture for your life, you have to pull back sometimes and just look at, okay, what is my day-to-day look like? Am I planning for my week ahead? Because if, if you don't plan ahead, and you don't prepare to plan, you're planning to fail, something like that, right? If you don't plan ahead, then you're planning to fail. And you're going to be basically relying on whether you feel like doing something in order to get it done. You know, for example, going to yoga, for me, I love yoga, and I'm always grateful after I do yoga, but it's not in my highest excitement all the time. There's challenges. It's not, you know, I have a challenge with being that um, that uh, focused on on momentary movements and, and being in certain uncomfortable positions. I like to be dynamic and move around and, and that's kind of how I'm conditioned. And so for me, yoga sometimes can be a little bit of a challenge, but I know that's an essential part of my movement practice and an essential part of my health and my mental health. And um, I just feel so good afterwards. So now I just said, three times a week at 530 to 630. This is my yoga class, I put it into the calendar. And I do that on Sunday, I map out my entire week now. And I have my when I wake up in the morning, I have my meditation 30 minutes, it's right there. Right after that, I either have going to the gym to do a weight workout or I have 30 minutes of minimum 30 minutes of reading, it's right there. And then when I get into business or I get into social media, like getting on messenger and Instagram and messaging with people, that kind of thing can consume somebody's entire day. And we get onto Facebook and Instagram and all that, we can get on there 10, 20 times a day. And truthfully speaking, we could have just, we could have just blocked out a certain window of time once or twice a day, and then just consolidated all that energy that we're sporadically doing throughout the day, which is detracting from all the other stuff that we want to get done that takes focused, concentrated energy and attention. That energy gets compartmentalized, it gets sporadic, and it just gets scattered. And we we don't actually put our full self into those moment by moment activities that need our energy and attention in that moment, right? So people wonder why we're getting so scattered. Why are we getting so distracted? Well, it's really, it's the weapons of mass distraction and the way to overcome distraction in, in, the the um, stimulation overload, the immediate gratification overload is by actually structuring your time. Where are you putting your energy? And when is the most optimum time for that particular activity? And you have to factor this in with whatever your Whatever your lifestyle is, if you have a job or something, you're running a business, you have a family, then you have to really look at the reality of what do those things demand of you and how much time and where can you pocket other things like reading, like meditation, yoga or going to the gym or going into nature, right? These are all essential parts of living a holistic and harmonious and healthy life. And these are things that I've talked about for years, but it's really amazing how much information we have available to us, but how little we actually act and implement that information in a a transformative way, in a consistent way, and create disciplined rituals that will actually transform our life experience. It's amazing how much information and, and strategies that we have available to us, but how little we take advantage of the opportunities we have available to us. And I figured out, it's not because we don't have enough willpower. It's not because we're not smart enough. We're not good enough. We're not, we don't have enough money or enough time or energy. Those are all cop-outs. Those are excuses. An excuse is something that we use to not look at reality. And the reality is we have all the time and energy just like anyone else. But the big question we have to ask ourselves is how are we using our energy And are we getting a return on our investment? Are we getting a return, a positive return on the energy that we're investing into whatever these activities are? And have we actually looked at, is this even serving me? Is this job? Serving me beyond getting a paycheck, is it fulfilling me? Am I getting an energetic return on that or am I being depleted? Is this relationship or series of relationships that I'm, in, I'm involved in, am I getting a return on that? Is it fulfilling me? Am I getting more energy or am I losing energy? This dietary program that I'm on, is it, is it benefiting me? Is it empowering me? Is it enlivening me? Or is it um, diminishing the return on the investment? Etc., cetera, etc., cetera, right? These are honest questions that we have to ask ourselves. And this is a bit of a process, what I'm explaining to you, because it's simple enough to get out a Google Doc and get out the Google Calendar and start mapping things out. But you don't do this with an ambitious type of mind. You do it from the perspective that you've already looked at some of the patterns and habits in tendencies that you might have that are not necessarily leading you in the right direction. One thing to deepen this this whole understanding, because I'm not just talking about scheduling everything in that's too simplistic that's too superficial and you that's that's just another thing like meditation like yoga like the millions of things that maybe you've dabbled in but you haven't truly committed to it's just another tool that maybe you start doing for a day or two but then you lose steam and you go back to the old patterns right we need to realize that the, more, the majority of us were raised in an industrial school system and got this industrialized, um, w- a type of education where we were force-fed information in, in textbooks, in concepts, and in, in, in memes and perspectives and paradigms, and we basically were raised on regurgitation and mimicking in order to get approval, in order to get acceptance, but we weren't really raised with critical thinking skills right we weren't raised and encouraged to think for ourselves and to determine our own destiny and to design our own life experience it was pretty much forced upon us and then if you go to get a job you've never been an entrepreneur and you're just you're working in the workplace then everything is given to you you have a schedule you have a series of tasks and and responsibilities, and you carry that out. But all that is given to you, right? You didn't give that to yourself. You didn't have to discipline and instill the habits and the mindset and the emotional um, uh, habits that actually allow you to be the master of your destiny and be the grand designer of your life experiences. For some people, this is going to be a bit of a shift, And the reason people don't commit to what they say they want to do is because they have old software programs that are based in that old model, that old industrial school system education model, the employee perspective, the employee reality where somebody else is telling you what to do and you just do it and it's easy. Right. So being an entrepreneur or being a self-directed human is not necessarily easy, but whether it's easy or not is aside from the point. The point is you can control your destiny and you can start doing that by, de- by you can start designing your life experience and the trajectory of your life and all the things that you want to accomplish and achieve by focusing in on the day focusing in on one day at a time. So if you take today, it's Monday, or it's Monday, right? It's Monday. If you take today, take 30 minutes to go over your schedule and look at, okay, what does the perfect type of day look like? What is the type of day that allows me the freedom to do my mental exercise, reading something that stimulates me intellectually, gets me to think about something new, or listening to a podcast, maybe? What is my movement practice going to be that allows me to move my body in a particular way that's healthy and nurtures me, right? Um, Nature, getting into nature, how can I fit getting into nature for 30 30 minutes or an hour? How can I slide that into my day? How can I focus in on my goals for an hour a day if that's all you have? And then that hour a day, now that you plug you plug these things into your day wherever you can, that's realistic. I'm not saying just randomly throw things there because that's not going to lead to success. You have to kind of think this through. Where am I most optimized at that particular time of day energetically? Where do I feel my best? Those are the times that you plug in those activities that are high priority and that require your enthusiasm, that require you being lit up and excited, right? It's a bit of a thought process. You have to think this through. You have to be a bit of a a thinker and, and a feeler to determine what's going to be optimal for you. But the point is this. If you start making these things a priority and you take the time to go over your schedule and start mapping out the things that you truly want to do, even the things you don't want to do, right? Because we let those things slide um, because we simply don't feel like doing them. You got to factor all that in there too. Now that you do that, you create self-accountability, you create self-reliance by doing the thing. But at least now you can be your own coach. You can be your own mentor and guide. You can start becoming self-accountable. And as you start doing the things and following it out and being consistent, being committed, then you develop what's called self-reliance. You're no longer reliant on institutions and organizations and corporations and government bodies and all these different things that we rely upon that's basically destroying the planet and it's destroying people's ability to think for themselves and create the life that they want. They're they're externally reliant. They're reliant on the approval and acceptance of other people. They're reliant on a paycheck from another um, uh, organization or something. And they have to they have to contort themselves in a particular way that allows them to operate within that box. What I'm saying is that you can either create your own box or you can get to a place where you break out of the box and you start to live the life that you are meant to live and only you know what that is therefore you have to be the one to create it right you have to be the creator and the master of your own destiny and the only way to do that is to get structured to start structuring it you got to be a bit of a tactician you got to be a bit of a strategist and we got to get out of a lot of this new age kind of thinking of just like You know, one of of the things that that always gets me is like, just follow your heart. Just follow your heart and it'll all be revealed to you. Uh, No, actually, I found that not to be true. Now, there's a metaphorical heart and there is a physical heart, right? Your heart, depending on your past life experience, your heart could be jaded. There could be resentment in your heart. And to just follow your feelings is not really effective because you're a holistic system. Your mind is a powerful tool. Your heart, whether the metaphorical sacred heart that that I think people really are referring to, and then your gut, your guttural instinct follow your gut instinct is a little more accurate because it encompasses your emotional template and it encompasses the directive and the logic and the critical thinking that comes from a, a finely attuned mind that's balanced with the right and left hemispherical intelligence. It's synchronized. So it's, it's in balance and that connects to the guttural ex- instinct, the guttural um, direction, which is basically your intuition. But I'm going to say this too. You can't rely on that as if it's just random. You can't rely on, on things to just happen for you and just to follow your feelings because you may not feel like doing something at a particular moment because maybe you're tired, maybe you're not used to it, maybe you don't want to mess up, maybe it's something new for you and you're you know it's like you're you're worried about looking a certain way or or whatever the case is and if you just rely on your feelings I'm telling you you are going to cop out. That's what that's what I see all the time. That's why I'm constantly coaching so many health coaches and spiritual based coaches um, that are truly heart centered and truly living from their heart, um, but sometimes we forego the intelligence of a finely tuned mind and 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 our guttural instinct, our primal instinct, that tells us, "Hey, you know what? You got to get structured. You got to get grounded. You got to put your feet on the ground and create a game plan for your life because you can't build a business without a plan and a blueprint. You can't execute." Consistently, without a plan of action, you've got to develop a plan for your life, and you've got to develop a meaning for your plan. Because you can develop the plan, but if you have no meaning, intrinsic meaning that motivates you to execute through the emotions that maybe are not very comfortable, maybe they're tough emotions to work through. Sometimes you do have to work through that. That's how you develop self-reliance, but. You're not going to be able to do that consistently, and you're not going to be able to get to the other end of it if you don't develop a plan, a game plan for your life. You, your Life is unpredictable. You know, just from that level, life is unpredictable. You don't know what curveball is going to come your way. Every day, it seems like I am getting thrown a different curveball that, that, that disrupts my expectations. It disrupts my plan. So I got to replan. I got to recalibrate. But I found, I found. That the more I plan ahead, I do contingency planning, meaning I plan for random occurrences, I plan for accidents, I plan for different things. This is the idea of having insurance, right? It's like it's it's an assurance plan, right? You know, it's like superfood nutrition is a health assurance plan. You don't know if you're getting everything you need from just basic organic whole foods. You're probably not. You don't really know. It's kind of it's kind of an unknown. So the superfood thing in, in natural supplements like iodine or DHA or some of these novel things, that's an assurance plan that you're filling in the holes and you're protecting yourself because you don't know if you can get that from your conventional food supply, right? Well, it's a similar philosophy. It's like you don't know what's going to happen in life. You don't know what's required of you. And if you just go aimlessly following the flow, but you don't have any parameters and, and um, any checks and balances that guide the flow in a unified direction leading you somewhere, then the flow, you're just going to go with the wind. That's just what I see people doing. It just... And, and you know they're just like not accomplishing what they could accomplish. They're not giving their gift in a realistic, grounded, and effective way. It's like I feel like doing this once in a while. I'll make this Facebook post to to share my message. But oh, that was okay. That was enough. I'm not. I'm. I'm just gonna wait till I feel like doing it again. And um, I'm not here to tell you that's right or wrong. I'm just here to give you my perspective based on my life experience. As a high-level elite competitive athlete in two different sports, as a martial artist, as an entrepreneur for 10 years, um, you know, as a coach, as somebody who has achieved what a lot of people feel like is impossible for them. um, It's taken a lot of discipline, it's taken a lot of focus, and most of all, it's taken a lot of planning. And you will free your mental and emotional energetics up if you start planning ahead you start putting parameters in your life that keep you in check. Because that's the biggest part of this is that, you know, we're, we're just in conflict with ourselves, really. That's what it comes down to. We have these varying motivations and these varying energetics that are not necessarily in sync with one another. And these personality conflicts that keep us kind of like in this, this um, ebb and flow, this stop and go kind of thing. But we want to get out of that and we want to hit the flow. We want to get in the zone and collapse the conflict and, and move forward without any obstructions in our way, right? And the obstructions are what is inside of us. So that's, that's the game here. That's how to be effective with this game of life. It's no different than anything, just because we may have a spiritualized outlook on things in a metaphysical concept but the metaphysicians and the mystics and the alchemists were some of the most structured and mathematical and scientifically grounded individuals in the world you know you think of leonardo da vinci or paracelsus or hippocrates or the great philosophers of our 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 world history the people that we refer as prophets and teachers and messengers of the divine. Guy I tell you, these were some of the most committed disciplined and structured um system based human beings even in the, in the world, even if it looked like they weren't I'm going to let you in on a little secret here as we close this out there's a There's a paradox to this because creating structure ultimately creates freedom discipline equals freedom. the lack of discipline um dispels freedom or it it does not allow true freedom. Wandering around the Hawaii Island with no rudder and just hopping from beach to beach or, or whoever will let you sleep on their couch, that's not freedom, my friends. That is the absence of freedom. Freedom is being able to do what you want, when you want to do it, with whom you want to do it, whenever you want to do it. And that sounds like what I just, what I just mentioned, that's what a lot of people think is like, well, I'm just going to do whatever I want, whenever I want. But if you are really authentic, and you are really in your heart, and you're really in your spirit about that, wouldn't that also presuppose that you were on some type of mission? And you were actually putting things into place and you were building and creating and in, 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 in that creative process in giving your gift and actually making a, a grounded contribution in the planet. Right. Wouldn't you know, we, we have this these things, you know, we have a lot of different aspects in our physical reality that require critical thinking. And they require structure and systems. And here's the thing, with our online world, you can actually create automation systems that do free you up. But the paradox is that in order for the systems to work for you, you have to work to create the system right? You have to do a little bit of that groundwork to put the system in place. And then you have more time to play. But if you only play, and you put off the work, and you put off the uncomfortable things, you just put those to the side as if they don't exist, or they're not important, then, you know, it's not real, because you're going to have these unclosed loops in the backlog of your mind. And that's, that's your higher self trying to tell you, hey, there's reality here. There's things that you have to deal with. There's unresolved, unclosed loops that you have to close. And there's, there's responsibilities that you have as a physical incarnate on this planet. It's not just a free ride. You got work to do. So you got to actually earn your play. And so what I've devised is just uh, you know scheduling it all ahead of time. If you want to play, great. Put it into the schedule. Where would it be best to play? Well, I like to play in between or after my day because I feel like I earned it, and then I'm freed up to fully be in that essence. Um, you know, to uh, you know, when I want to read or meditate, I like to do that in the morning. I like to prime my mind and prime my body before I get into work based stuff. I don't like to do that right away because it doesn't fill me up um, because I don't know what's going to happen when I get onto Facebook. I don't know what's going to happen when I open up my phone. That's why I have it on airplane in the morning because I don't know what kind of texts and stuff are going to take my attention. So I have to discipline myself to put that in a concentrated hour around 10 or 11 a.m., So I can focus my full attention on the priorities for my morning. And I know what those priorities are because I have scheduled it ahead of time. So hopefully that was helpful for all of you. I hope that was uh, super useful. You get a lot of value out of it. And you can immediately start putting this into practice by getting out your calendar, mapping out the rest of your week, and uh, start making a ritual of this on Sunday mapping out what does this week look like what are my tasks what are the obligations what are the things i have to get done what are the things i want to do and what are the habits and patterns that i want to replicate i want to duplicate long term like the meditation the yoga and the the working out and the reading etc etc all right that was my message for the day and uh that's it